Welcome to this demo of using Clean Feed on the Mac, of course, using VoiceOver. So let me get stuck into it. I'm just going to navigate to Google Chrome. I'm going to log into Clean Feed. I'm going to go down to Connect to connect to Scott Erickson, who's going to help me do this demo today using Clean Feed. And just for old time's sake, I've got Fred, the voice synthesizer, you know, back as far as the 1990s are concerned, just to make things a little bit slightly different and a bit nostalgic for me anyway. All right, so here we go. I'm going to go to the desktop with Shift VOD. Desktop, desktop. Ooh. I'm going to go to the applications folder. Applications. Now in applications window. And Google Chrome. Just type in Geo for Google Chrome. Command O to open. Chrome. And Command O. And type in clean feed. And because I've visited the login link before, it's going to do VO command V. Get started. Login. Visit and link. Enter. Login. Edit text. Login. Edit. Type in my username. R. Type in my password. password. And press enter. Group. Record button. Go to the bottom of the window here, where the connect button is, even though it's an image. Connect image. And we have space bar on that. And then let me jump to the edit field. Name, menu, pop up, edit text. Give Scott his name. S Scott. S Scott. E email address tab. Menu pop. And I've already got him, I've already got Scott's email address in my clipboard. So Command V. Piano man. And tab. Invite button. And VA space invite. invite. And he'll get a little invite email with a connect link on it to join me in. Now, the nice thing at the moment, I'm recording this on the Zoom Pod Track P4, but I'm not yet recording on the system itself on Clean Feed. I'm just connecting to Scott first. We'll have a chat first and then we can start recording. Oh, hello. It does. There we go. Yeah, it works. <laughs> it's working. Are you, are you using your iPhone? Yeah, I'm using the phone. Yeah. <clears throat> if I, I it's voiceover was ten times louder than you were. So yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. That. Yeah. <laughs> now that's weird because like whenever I put it I to can... my ear, it um, mm. screamed at me about the address bar. Because I, I can, can hear, myself back. hear myself so, back. So have you got headphones, you on, the... headphones on the? Yeah, I'm using headphones. That's weird. That's weird. Because I can, hear myself, I can back. hear myself back. Oh wow! Hang on. Mm. Okay. Hang on. Let me see. That's bizarre. <laughs> It doesn't seem to be a whole lot of people speaking up here. Because when I talk, I can hear myself back to myself. No, I think it's lovingly retransmitting all audio on Safari on the iPhone. Really Which means for blind people trying to use it with Safari on the iPhone, iPhone sucks. Well, well, do you have a mic? Do you have a mic? Can we set up onto your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, feel free to log off that one. I'll be getting on there. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I like I should be going. Echo, 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 echo. Disconnect from there. Yeah. Clips. Audio. Scott has gone away. Says Scott's gone away. Next image. Right, I can hear you. That's better. Now, let me see. Oh, no echo. <laughs> oh, hang on. Echo. 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 Hello. No, nothing. <laughs> no, there isn't. That's interesting. Yeah. So we've just proven no, something. Wow. Well, what are you using? What am I using? Yeah. Because uh, the quality is very good. Do you mean drugs or? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> yeah, that's where you have the recording <laughs> that's on. Right, that's right. <laughs> I am, no, I'm using my um, Samsung Q2U. Oh, okay. The one that yeah, I keep raving on about yes. on the, on Twitter. All right, so if I now go to, and the nice thing about this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit it out, but what, I, what I'm going to do with this, I've got um, I've got the Zoom Podtrack P4 recording basically oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, right. And then what I'm going to do now, <laughs> so we haven't said anything inappropriate. <laughs> no, 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 so, no. So we're all good so far. Um, so I'm going to go to the top of the screen and I'm going to press on record, which then brings up another screen, which if I jump down to the bottom, I get another little button that says record. Yeah, yeah, And if yeah. I hit that one, we are now officially recording on CleanFeed. So if I say, hi, Scott, and welcome to Talking Tech, or hi, Scott, and welcome to I see various technologies from a blind person's perspective. My God, that's a mouthful. Anyway, hello. It is. It is. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> All right. So it's interesting. Um, people that are listening to the Zoom pod track recording, you'll note the fact that uh, Scott and I discovered that um, the Safari on the beta version of CleanFeed lovingly transmits any audio happening on the iPhone, including not only the voice from me going into Scott's iPhone, but also voiceover coming voice out of the iPhone. Itself. So, yeah, it was yeah. pretty dramatic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I couldn't hear, I mean, I could hear you fine, but yeah. it was, yeah, very, uh, very strange. It, you know, like how they, they do on those uh, radio talk shows, you know, uh, Excuse me, John. Do you have the radio on in the background? <laughs> yeah, 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 it was very popular in the in, in in some of the earlier shows. You always could tell when they hadn't quite done their editing properly. Oh, um, yeah, I know. All right, now I was going to also ask you the famous question about: Do you remember what your first bit of technology was? Yes, you do. Um, yes. Oh, well done. What it was, was it? It was the it was the Eureka. <gasps> Oh, that's right. You were one of yeah. those rat bag kids that was <laughs> made it sing. The goddamn thing. I remember. <laughs> yeah, <that>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I made it sing. Um, you did I know? Yeah, I yeah. We, a few of us. Um, <clears throat> there are a couple of us around that 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 could make it sing, and we all. But we could also, um, if you were geeky enough, you could um, <clears throat> you could put together, you could write out um, these um, sort of number sequences in the word processor and make mm. it play music. What? Um, oh. Yeah, so you could write exclamation mark percent T for tone, and you had um, P for pitch, and um, a few, a few other options. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's just uh, I played with it earlier. I pulled it out of the cupboard. Oh, <laughs> it still works. <laughs> yes. Um, it, yeah, it still works. I, I probably have one of the few. Le- I mean, it doesn't work on battery anymore, no. and the and the oh. keyboards kind of shot, but. Um, it still works. Oh, um, I remember that so fondly. The, the rubber keys. Yeah, the rubber keys, keys. And if you wanted to make it, I mean, look, the way I think of it is though, it was ahead of its time. It was. Yeah. You know, like it had the diary. It had self, you know, waking up alarms, which the iPhone doesn't have. Um, so if you turn it off, like mm. completely power down your iPhone, you won't be woken up tomorrow morning, yeah. um, which seems interesting given that Nokia phones could do it. So... I do wonder if they will actually bring that. I always remember to a that about the fact that um, the the Eureka had the voltmeter and the built-in temperature. Was well. yes, the the thermometer. Yeah, um, and you could connect a thermometer to the side of it apparently. And um, okay. I, I never tried that, um, but <clears throat> and if you were if you weren't good at um, brailing, you could connect up a QWERTY keyboard to the side of it as well. And, and so it was ahead of its times, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you could emboss from it. Um, you could emboss to the Mountbatten. Um, at least I did. Um, wow. Back in back in school, that was. That was mind fun. you, that speech in it was just so <laughs> crappy. <laughs> but it was Australian. Is that what it was supposed to be? Was it? I think, yeah. It was. It was kind of Australian. Um, yeah, that's true. Because it said a. It didn't. It, it you know, and it, it like it would say words. <clears throat> I mean, the the actual um, speech synth. I don't know what it was, but it was. Um, <clears throat> it was only mono. Um, but you know, there were a few games. There was Aliens. Um, that was a bit of fun. Um, and and there are there are a whole bunch of other uh, other things you could do with it. I, and I think one of the more interesting things about it was the fact that it um, you could you know you um, it 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 got quite a lot of love from the developers until about oh, the late sort of. I think 95, 96, and then they sort of stopped and went, look, we're going to bring out the Aria, which oh, was right. the smaller version, <laughs> and that, that didn't sell well, I don't think. Um, I, I remember seeing it at an expo and saying, so where's the music composer? And they said, well, we've taken it out. I said, well, this won't sell. Um, and and if you were lucky enough, you could get the advanced music composer for the um, Eureka, which could actually uh, have, you could have up to 16 instruments Whereas the um, the built-in one only had four maximum, but one of the interesting things about it was if you had the right programs, you could print music from it. Um, I don't know how readable it was because <laughs> I never never did it, but yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah you did have a way of printing music. So it really was ahead of its time. If you, I mean, because there's nothing around now. I mean, well, in terms of that kind of device that you can you could print music from. I mean. Um, uh, the, you does know, the Mountbatten do that? The Mountbatten, oh, you can braille music. I'm not sure you can print it. No, that's probably. Um, I haven't tried for a while, but it'd be yeah. it'd be an interesting project to to look at because there's apparently a new Mountbatten coming. Um, oh. From what I've heard, the the uh, in, it's an internet aware one now. Oh, God. Um, oh. So that could be interesting. Yeah. I, I, interesting. So so did you use that as your note for school as well? Yeah, yeah, I did uh, up until. Uh, I, <clears throat> I was lucky in that um, when I got to high school, I was given uh, the education department back then didn't like paying for expensive braille devices, so they settled for the inexpensive braille device and got me a braille light at 18. And they said, "Oh, this is a trial for six weeks to see how you like it." Well, I kept it for six years, <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, Leah Francis, late Leah Francis, um, taught taught us all how to use it and um, I remember saying to her I'd like the braille manual and she's like oh well I need to finish reading it first I said well no I'd like to read it so these six <laughs> volumes came you know like, and but um, it was the braille light 2000 um, yeah. so it was an 18 cell one and it was really nice you know it was light it was I mean it was it was quite primitive in what you could do but you could you could yeah. get it because the, the braille light for those young people who don't know. Yes, yes, that's right. version of the Braille and Speak. <laughs> yes, 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 that's right. And for those people who don't know, that was a just a speech device, really, that was, I think yeah. it came out at about 92. And I, I, I mean, if I had a Braille and Speak or a Braille Light 18 or a Braille Light 40 today, I'd still yeah. use it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they, last for, they lasted forever. And um, <clears throat> the... Um, 
I mean, and after that, of course, the Braillite, they, they had the, um, the Braillite Millennium, which was oh, um, yes, that's right. a very, very interesting one. Um, it was apparently see-through, so if you if you were with some sighted people, they all would come up to you and ask you about the circuitry, you know, like what's going on. Um, I didn't have one of them. It was too expensive. $11,000 was a bit much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, still, um, you know, I mean, there's still some devices out there now that are getting up there. Jumping yeah. forward, what's your, what's, yeah. your current, what's your current play techie toy, which is a custom? I'm not talking about a Mac or a PC or no, a no, no. Service Pro. What's your favorite custom blind toy oh, device now? Oh, look. Uh, there's a few. I mean, I've got a lot of braille displays. I've been. I'm really impressed with where the Canute's going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, um, to be able to read. I know you were pretty impressed with it when you did your podcast on it. Um, well, just yeah. due, due to the fact that you know it's something that you can just sit there and read. Like, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's great. And sure, yes, you know, people would say, "Oh, it's a bit loud," and the braille is, it's signage braille. It's not the traditional electronic braille that you would get, but I don't care. Um, it's braille, no. so... Because um, when I first heard it, and I can't remember who explained it, but it didn't make sense, but the fact that you effectively read down to line seven, press the next button, so then by the time you've read line eight and nine, the yeah, braille starts to refresh. It's refreshed, yeah. Time, and you can literally keep reading to the cows come home. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, particularly if you've got a place to set, a uh, way to set it up and... Oh. Like I, I, I do. I'm lucky enough to have a little spot here where I can, I can have it almost permanently set up. Except when I have to work from home. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yep. It's the same size as my, you know, work laptop, right. which is like, yeah, um, it's like, oh, do I really have to make the room for this? Yep. Oh yeah, I know. It's a 15, <laughs> it's a 15 inch Surface Book they gave me, oh, which is uh, pretty big um, mm. and heavy. Um, I know because I carried home on the train. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I think um, I, I'm really impressed also with the um, the new um, humanware devices that have come out, like the the Mantis. Um, oh, yeah. I think the um, the new Brilliance are pretty interesting because they've got features in them that almost negate the need for a note taker. Really. Um, I mean, you know, you've still got the note takers, like you've got the Braille Sense 6 that's coming, you've got the the Braille Note Touch and, and stuff, which are all great. But I think, um, you know, for the fact that the, the note takers, like that these Braille displays now have got those, in, you know, um, options, I mean, they still only save in text, so hopefully eventually they'll allow you to save Word documents. But I opened on the... Um, the Braillean 40, I opened a 22 megabyte um, PDF mm-hmm. and it opened it in under like a few seconds. Wow, that's pretty impressive. And, you know, it, it okay, it didn't keep the formatting, but I could still read what was there. Like, it was a textbook, and but it was just nice to mm. be able to just look through it. And yeah. I think, yeah, um, you know, this, <clears throat> it's really nice to see Braille as kind of had a comeback because for a while it was a bit you weren't really sure what was, was going to happen yeah, with no, it. No, I'm agree. And look, at, I mean, I, I'm I'm really into hybrid braille displays. I mean, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, you know, if you've already got an, an iPhone, an iPad, uh, a PC, as a Windows computer on a Mac, yeah, or a you've Mac, already got yeah. a note taker already. You know, we can't forget the Q Braille either. Um, it's it's really really unique. It's mm. um, because it's got the the two keyboard layouts 
So if you're on a Mac, you set up the Mac one. And if you're on a PC, you set up oh, Windows, you set up the Windows one. And it really does work. I've got one here. And it's it's really nice to use for... Um, I'm not sure that the internal apps are as, as, as developed, no. maybe. But they're not design. It's not wasn't designed for that in a way. It was designed more for the the hybrid factor. Yeah, exactly. and, and mind you, one of the things I do miss though that the um, the mantis or the brain don't have on it is I still want a stopwatch and a timer. Yeah, that's true. Because particularly when you're doing a radio program, um, and particularly because with talking tech, and people may not know this, but first nine minutes goes out to um, <coughs> community radio stations. The last six minutes goes to the whole episode. So I've got to sit there and watch my timer so I'm not talking too much because um, Stephen's very conscious about going, stop, yes. stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. So what are you using to do it, the U2 stopwatch? No, I'm using okay. the dot watch. I bought a dot watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't mention the dot watch. Because originally when I saw, you know, version one of it was, oh, like, yeah. was it three or four years ago. Yeah, it would have been. The braille was a bit dodgy. Yeah, but now if you behave yourself and you don't keep your finger down on the braille, braille display, yep. it works perfectly fine. So no, I'm. Yeah. So that's what I use because, and, and I swear it's slightly quieter because I know when I used to do recordings before, you could almost hear that tick 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 of the braille. Yes, yes, yeah, I remember that um, because I saw a prototype of it somewhere um, at an expo, I think it was, and um, <clears throat> I got mine in 2019, I think. Which I think version two, yeah, it must be because it has the version two app. Yep. Yeah, but it's pretty good. Um, what I'm impressed with is battery life. Now, if the Dot Watch, if Apple are listening, <laughs> um, they won't. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> no, no, that's a, yeah, yeah, that's okay. I was uh, coughing. That's why I muted. I was oh, also well, pausing oh, well for effect. You know how it is. Well, you know, all this, you know, I just love, you know, when, when you hear you're, you're, you're on a, a Teams meeting, you're on mute, and you're like, yeah, there's a reason for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so the battery life on this thing is 10 days. I know, yeah. And why can't we have that? Um, on an Apple Watch. If you're driving a brow display, you'd think the watch, the Apple Watch should be do a lot better, wouldn't you? Yeah. And look, I mean, I, I'm really impressed. I, I use my Apple Watch a lot. Um, well, you know, I wear it all the time and I, my, my parents have now got Apple Watches, so they're very excited, which is great. Um, and, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where the, the watch, and I have to say that I still also have my, um, my Seiko um Braille watch just for you know nostalgia. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a nice one. It's yeah. actually it's funny. I remember I got my first wind up uh, yes. watch in nineteen seventy two. Oh, there you go. There you go. You weren't even born then. Didn't exist then. No, no. <laughs> I don't think your, your parents would even. No, 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 either, no, 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 no. Oh, my parents don't feel old. But no. Yes, that's I mean, right. I actually, although I did, I must admit, I bought, I got a um. It's probably not called this from Business Drive, but I, I got the Braille, sorry, the Talking Fob Watch. No, yes. And then, but is I also wanted to get because I used to have a Braille version of it, and I couldn't. That's find right. It, but 
there was just something nice. And this is the dot watch, but if I didn't have the dot watch, I still like wearing a bra watch, like a, a standard good old, you know, yeah. not the fact that it's actually bra, it's actually just no, it's just dots. sizes and dots. Yeah, but. that's right. But it's it's nice. I, I tend to wear it when I go, if, if, if like I go on trips, if I go, um, not that I don't like my Apple watch at all. It's more that, you know, it's a, I mean, I always tend to get the good watch, like the, the stainless steel watch, and I, I don't really want to get it smashed up. Because, um, you know, the amount of money it is and all that, it's, it's you know, it's 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 like the phone even, but the phone you tend to carry all the time anyway. So I think one of the things that we have, um, which, I mean, we've talked a lot about Braille stuff, but I think the one thing that I, I, I should, and this will show your age, but I, I, I'll, I'll be nice. Um, yeah. uh, in 1996, I got the uh, Keynote Companion, if you remember oh, that. I remember it fondly, yes. I yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, I remember I got all three. I got that, I got Master Touch, and I got Keysoft for the desktop. Oh, those were the days. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <He's married>. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Good old Master Touch. Yeah, and, and you, it had, did, that, yeah, did you had have that, the, that tablet. That's it. Now, what, what was it? Do you remember what it was called, though? Was it just called the tactile tablet? I think it was the Master Touch tablet yeah, or the. But wasn't it amazing where like you had that. the raised twenty-five lines? Yes, and you could literally run your finger across to uh, across the screen and tap on it. And with certain screen readers and their touch um, cursory implementation, you try and do that now, and you end up in some weird yeah. part of Windows or, or something. Yeah, oh, hello, there's what, the that dog. Was about what ninety? Like you said, about what ninety-six. 94? Oh, I'm not sure when the tablet came out because mm. it seemed to disappear. I didn't have one, but I saw it. Yeah. And the other thing I had, which I wish they'd kept going, mm. was Keynote Gold Multimedia. Yeah, now, was that it, the PC card or the external? Yeah. No, was the, no, 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 it was software. Oh, the, yeah, the it, software. It's yeah. Like um, <clears throat> Deck Talk Access. Like, yeah, Deck Talk Access there too. But what was cool about the Keynote Gold mm. was that well, mind you, your 415 bucks didn't actually get you much. You yeah. got a floppy disk and that with a readme file. Yeah, go away and read it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's the installation. Um, but it used the Everlock, uh, that wonderful Everlock authorization, uh, which was quite challenging. Oh, yes, um, right. that was that was back in the days of, of the way Jaws used to do it and everything else. Well, I can remember but, the, 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 when they also brought out the Kinnock Gold SA, the external one, and then yes. we were excited when they had a um, an accent synthesizer. Yep. Um, compatibility drivers. Yeah, like, oh, yeah that's right. Other, other screen readers. Other screen readers, yeah. that's right. <laughs> and what you could also do was they had three versions of it. Um, well, eventually they had four. They had, um, like, they had the, obviously the companions and, and stuff, because remember, they had the Braille companion as well. They came in in 98. That was kind of their transition to the Braille note in 2000, because mm. it had the same keys. <laughs> But what was really interesting was they had the Keynote Gold um, PC card, which actually went in, you, you, which was an ISA card that went in your computer. Mm. Then they had the Keynote Gold SA, the, the synth, and you could choose whether you bought the English-only version or you spent the absolutely crazy amount of money and got all the you know languages, because it spoke in all these languages too. But what you could also get was, which I think you might have had, was the... Um, Voice the PCMCIA card oh, for the laptop. Yes. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because I had that on my God, my Toshiba. Yes. What's it called? And you had that little speaker that. that yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it was, that a, was a lovely little thing. It's, I always yeah. love the old term PC, PCSU. People say, what's that stand for? It's like people can't mm. memorize computer in, industry acronyms. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and then there was always, there was the other acronyms, which was uh, the Microsoft and um, Macintosh. And you can choose whether you leave these in. Of course, there was Microsoft, which was most uh, intelligent customers realize our software only fools teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> And there was Macintosh, which definitely doesn't happen now. But back in the old days, it was it was stood for most applications crash if not the operating system hangs. So um, <laughs> it was. It, it was yeah, um, I've never heard of those two. Oh, okay. Wow, um, I must have been yeah. in circles. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing that I, I wish would have also hung around um, was the um, the IBM screen reader with the external keypad, which you could play uh, with. Yes. Did you remember the Gizmo Pad for the Arctic Business Vision? Yeah, I saw it. I did see it. I, d- I didn't get to play with it much, but I did. I did yeah, see it. Like, it was yeah, like an like extra hardware thing that yeah, you could so, get. Yeah, so you would avoid because back in those days we were always worried about keyboard conflicts. Yeah, that's right. And um, and then we had the and speaking about the Arctic, we had the Arctic Transport where you could actually yes. the software from the Arctic Transport by doing a com command. Yeah, that's right. You, if port. you didn't have it installed, you yeah. could just you had to wait a while, but it worked. Yeah, <laughs> But like, but isn't it amazing how we had all that technology? It's been around, and it's in some ways it's got a bit sad. Gone. The nomad. What's the tactile mapping? I mean, Don Parks invented it. Yes, that's right. Um, um, and um, <clears throat> and yeah, I, I used it a lot in, in in school, more primary school than anything, because um, it used to be used for more so for geography and things. But we had the ability to create our own maps if you. Um, you know, so if you if you wanted to, you could create your own maps. So we created a map of the school, and because the particular computer we had back then had a sound card in it, because it was rare in those days, you had to beg and have enough money to buy a computer with a sound card in it in the ninety in the early nineties, um, and um, it had this. Yeah, you could you could press on the um, the the thing, and it would speak like the shape and it would speak if you'd labelled it but if it beeped you knew it had a sound attached to it so you could press a button on the side and it would play the sound for you which mm. was really you know for for kids particularly learning um, you know about associating sounds with objects and stuff it was really cool and now of course you've got things like well code jump is more for programming but it kind of does teach a lot of different skills like that. Yeah. And, and I, I should remember, was it was the L1 and the L2 and the R2 yes. and the R2? And... Yep, yep, that was them. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, yes. And, um, yeah, L1 was to play the sounds and hmm. I think R was to cancel and stuff. I yeah. can't exactly remember. But the other thing we um, you could we did at one point was hook up the Mountbatten and you could draw a shape on the Nomad hmm. and then emboss it from the Mountbatten from hmm. the same PC. And um, yeah, so we were uh, we were kind of lucky. We um, <clears throat> uh, with, with all that, and then of course we had the Perkins. Of course, that's still a very reliable workhorse. Uh, um, yes. I even had the Braille and print. Oh yes, the yes, the Braille and print. Yeah, box and whatever you brailed on. The yeah, print, I had one of them the, through the school. Printer. Yeah, I used to have to um, advise. I used to have to like advise people when I brailed at my maths you know because they'd see me like try and rub out stuff and they're like what is this i'm like well that's wrong so just because in print of course it would translate whatever you wrote so you had to um you had to 
kind of be oh, that's right. trying to be clever with it. Didn't it buffer or something? Because every time you yeah. press the, I think it buffered up to 80 characters or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I think it was 80 characters, yeah. I mean, it was the dot matrix printer, I think. and Yeah, the old, the old nine dot matrix printer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nineteen. Good God. Yeah, it was <laughs> fun. So, so I'm just thinking, so of, of all the things that have survived, mm. I'm thinking of, like, so Jaws has survived because yep. Jaws has gone for Jaws for DOS for Jaws for Windows. Yes. Keysoft has survived from the uh, old, yeah. what was it, the Epson HX20 days in the... Yeah, that's right. I think it came out in um, 86, yeah. Keysoft. And then on its thirtieth anniversary in twenty sixteen, it um, that's when they re- that's when Humeware released the the Braille Note Touch, mm. and now they've released the Touch Plus. Although, not a lot from Keysoft uh, like is is remaining. I mean, there is there is some yeah. things that are still there, but it, it had to be rewritten from scratch to work with Android. So, I'm kind of glad they didn't port it across. I'm glad they rewrote it, but there are things missing which would be nice that they put back in. Yeah, and I think they will. The other one was um, was it the the precursor to Open Book? Because what was that? Yes, um, Ruby. Uh, Was the reader? uh, Was it? No, no, hang on, no. Yeah, yeah, the Arkenstone reader. But I think, oh no, that's right. It was then it was called Open Book Ruby. Oh, that's right. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, Arkenstone, because of course, um, Freedom Scientific was of course part of um was the merger of Hunter Joyce, um Blazy Engineering and um Arkenstone. <laughs> and um yeah. Pacmate was uh, there was a big debate over the Pacmate it was going to be running Linux <laughs> apparently and then they decided okay um so it, it didn't they ended up, they released the um the Pacmate BNS which was the the non-Braille version, and they brought out the QX and the BX. Yeah, and, and in some ways, that source has survived today too, in the sort of the focus-ish sort of. But I just yeah, the old the Braille. Fact, I always love the fact with the um, the PacMate, and I've still got mine here on my desk actually. Oh yeah. Um, where you could actually detach the Braille display from yes. the note-taking function of the PacMate. Yeah, well, and you can do that now with the old Braille. Well, that's, um, that's true. Yeah, so the old Braille is kind of the modernised version of the the PacMate. The only difference is, um, Elita Group in Russia are doing the um, the the docking station and um, and and the old Braille fifth gen is a lot better than the um, <laughs> the original fourteen. Um, you know, it's got an i five dual core processor and eight gig of RAM and a few other things. So it's it is better, although it's very heavy. Um, so and that's the other thing. I I I find that you know a lot of these um, you know things that are around now uh, they're not getting any lighter. Um, no. Yeah, and it seems strange that you would think, you know, we're in 2021, we've got all this technology available, and yet some, in some ways we seem to have gone backwards. Not Certainly not with everything, but in some ways we have. No, and like I said to somebody who I used to work with at Vision Australia or back then the old Royal Blind Side of New South Wales in 95, I said, you know what, besides a few things, you could effectively come back and do your job straight away because in some yeah. ways not much has really changed. No, I mean, JAWS is still around. I mean, I, I, it's nice to see we have competition with, you know, NVIDIA and, and, and VoiceOver and and nar- even Narrator to a point. Um, yeah, I say to a point because um, <laughs> it's um, it's getting there. It's just not... Um, you wouldn't use it as your main screen reader. No. <laughs> um, the the mobile, of course, um, who could forget talks? Um, 
Oh, yes. And I can't believe I got Torsten, talks. rest in peace. Was I thinking about talks back with the, <coughs> the Nokia 9210? 9210, I, yes. That was in 2002, 2002, I think, or 2001. And the only reason I bought it was because whatever his name was on... Um, who did the Freedom Box back in the day? You know, um, uh, Mike Calvo, yeah. Because he demonstrated and went, oh, I told no, I have to have that. <laughs> what <if> I <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, I waited. I, I, my, I was lucky. My dad um, back then had a, um, a 9210i, and I remember looking, it was huge, right? Um, yeah, it, was, was, <laughs> it was, it was uh, you know, bigger than the iPhone 12 Pro Max, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it was an interesting little phone and it was a weird phone wasn't it because you could yeah because you could pop you, it open yeah, and type that's the bit that talked <laughs> yeah 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 that's right and um, that was the only way that you get it to talk at that stage but then they really got into it like I mean they I loved it when they brought it out for the sixty six hundred but there were lots of great phones I mean you know the and you know some keypads were better than others the N eighty two keypad was one of the better ones oh I love the N eighty two. And I remember typing on it once, typing in a web address, and somebody said to me, what keyboard are you using? I said, I'm not. I'm typing on the keypad. It was just really um, – but, you know, you look at talks and, of course, mobile speak. I know there was one weird one that was running on a PDA, the one where you had the rubber membrane on the PDA. That was the uh, that was the Maestro. Oh, the Maestro, um, yes. Yeah, the Maestro. That was – Scott. You actually remember this stuff more than I do. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Oh God, that's I feel like we uh, yeah. sitting at the pub or something having a drink. Yeah, that's right. Well, you, you, yeah. well, you just need to put some virtual, you know, like some <laughs> crowd and you know, do, virtual drink sounds in the background. Yeah, the piano bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that works. I mean, put some <laughs> put some piano music in the background. Um, but I think one of the things about you know, I mean, you look at and and that leads us in sort of into GPS. I mean, you know, the Victory Track. Um, it, it had a rough start, but um, it's um, it seems to have gotten a lot better now. I mean, I've got I've got one here. I, I use it for um, for GPS, but I, it's kind of nice using it for book reading. I mean, I use my phone as well, but it is nice just to uh, you know we we have voice stream and all that. But one of the things is it's if you just want to shove a whole bunch of MP3s, like I've got a lot of books, uh, you know, from CD that I've you know put on converted into mp3s over the years and i've got stacks and or old radio shows and all that and you can just plug the thing into your mac or your pc and just um copy paste and you put all that stuff in a folder and it just works whereas on the phone you can use voice stream but you've got to use dropbox and various there's not not the easiest way i mean sure you can use itunes or if you've got Windows or you can do it through the Mac. But it's still a, a bit of a cumbersome process to just to get your favourite sort of book um, or, or whatever onto onto your um, onto your phone. And I, that's why I think the stream and the track still have their... Oh, oh and then there's another one. There's, Bla- there's the Blaze, but the Blaze is... Yeah, um, I'm not a favourite one of that one. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I had one. It's now gone. Um, now, speaking <clears> of book readers, did you, did you ever have the old Roadrunner? Yes, um, the the book port yeah. I had, uh, the book uh, the the book port was the APH version, yeah. and what was unique about that? Larry Skookon was was a bit of a genius, and he probably still is even in his retirement. But he um, uh, worked on him and the team at APH worked on this situation where the book port um, you could turn it um, ninety degrees 
landscape, and you could write, you could type in Braille. Um, uh, so you could actually write notes, and you could write in proper, you know, contracted Braille on the if, and. That was the first device that actually did that. And then, you know, Apple have done it with Braille screen input and, um, you know. Um, I think fun with Larry because, I mean, his business well, had, had been a long time because that was one of the, the first really good word processor and terminal programs I used back in the Apple IIe days. Oh, yeah. ProWord. Yeah, yeah, Pro-term, yeah. Because back in those days, yeah. you had to buy these dedicated word processor oh, yeah. spell checkers. Yeah. And I remember when I got ProWord, I thought, God, this beats the crap out of uh, Word Talk. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But he just did a such good job. Because back in those days, it was everybody was into bulletin boards. and Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, all those sort of ones. And I remember the RBS bulletin board. Job, job it. it was amazing. The other thing I, because I remember when I, when I first started working at the RBS, Rob Lund Society, back in 1990, June 4. 1990, um, there you go. I can remember turning on this Mac SE and it had the built-in chip sound chip in it without smoking I thought why, uh, yes. can't, why do blind and low vision people have to have something completely different that they can't you know can't access a, a proper computer like this one yeah um, that's right and then and then because you know with the you know the IBM compatible days it was all the Arctic and the keynotes and everything else but I just thought, that's right I don't think we appreciate as, as much where we used to be where now it's just it's all software driven yeah it is it is and um, <clears throat> I remember the like and that was the thing. Like, um, you yeah, know, now it's it's so nice to be able to walk up to uh, um, any, um, you know, you can walk into a shop like a, a regular Telstra or an Optus or a Vodafone shop. That's for us in Australia, US people. You can go and sort it out with AT and T. Or the UK can go and sort it. Out. Well, they got Vodafone over there, so they can or Orange or O2 or whatever it's called. Um, New Zealand, I think they got Spark and Vodafone and a few others, but it's so nice to be able to walk into the shop and just say, okay, I want a new phone, I want a new phone plan, and they give you the phone, and you can literally, within minutes, um, have speech and walk out of the shop with a fully, you know, independent phone, um, and you don't have to go, okay, well, where's the sighted person so I can, um, you know, um, like go into this menu and this menu and this menu. The other devices that I used to love too, which brought back to my fond memories, was the, um, do you remember the Parrot? Yes, yes, yes. Now, I, I wasn't Sorry? rich enough to have one, but I did. They're <laughs> very expensive, but um, I, I managed to eventually get one um, when they were coming to the end of their sort of run. But we need something like that. I mean, sure, you know, I could argue, you, sure, you could argue that, you know, the phone does a lot of that now. But it's all... I'm thinking of something that is totally separate to your phone mm. that for whatever reason you don't want to take your phone... Like, if you want to go for a walk and you just... And, you know, you're talking to someone, like... And you're like, oh, hang on, let me write this down. I mean, sighted people always carry around, you know, paper in their pocket. Yeah. Like, it's just habit, but we, we, we don't. And um, yeah. I, I, the, the parrot was, was really neat. Um yeah, like yeah it was another one that was ahead of its time as well. It had a calendar that worked, and I say worked because all the calendars after a while, you know, would sort of not keep up with the dates of the week and no. or the dates. And it's also really weird because there was this, I think, I think humanware or back in those days, Pulse Data sold it, but it was called the Business Memo. Oh, yeah. And all it was, I think it had six buttons on it. I I and that. you literally, so it had basically stop, start, play. Yep. 
Uh, yep. You could change whether you're calling it, God help me, um, four kilohertz, all right? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, that's right. Yes, uh, yes, we've come a long way. Uh, this is, we can we can edit this down and make it into eight, you know, kilohertz, you know, format so that everyone can reminisce, but they won't understand what we're saying. Uh, um, with the calling quality. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, if you have the recording quality, you can get a lot more on there. It's like, yeah, but, oh, yeah, the yeah, but is you can't understand it. You can't understand. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But I think, you know, I mean, you know, we, you look back at all this stuff and you just think, like, it, it, you know, it is pretty amazing at where we've come. I mean, I remember reading your sort of, uh, your, your thing you wrote up about, you know, the last sort of decade of, of tech. And there's stuff that has literally come and gone, yeah. um, like, that has existed at some stage in that time and then just gone. Like, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was a bit sad. The ID mate disappeared. Um, yes. It was sad that they just continued that. I mean, there is digitized and stuff. Yeah, on, uh, within that the last now, couple but of years, I've, I've, also been, I've been coming around to the, because, you know, the beginning was like I had custom products coming out of my ears and then I went all mainstream. Yeah, yeah. But I just think there's, like you said, there is something to be said Sometimes having a dedicated thing that just does the job, rather yeah, than everything right. else. So I know when I when I go to Sydney or um, go yeah. to other places, I don't want to drain my smartphone, whether it's my iPhone or my Samsung phone battery. Yeah. I'll get out the Trek and use yeah. it to do my navigation. Yeah, that's right. Because well, also it it actually has better pedestrian navigation than than your phone will anyway. And that's not to say Apple have done anything wrong or the menu the app developers have it's just that that's what the track was originally designed for so um although it's it's a frustrating one because you can't um put it under your pillow to 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 read a book it's too it's too big so um but i have to say the um the speaker in it is is actually pretty good um in fact with the track because you've got both the victor stream function and the gps i mean yeah link up your if you're happy, to, if you're lucky to have a pair of sleep phones. Oh yes, yes, I need to get those. Yeah. One of the interesting things is, it's just you know, like I said, there's so much choice, and um, and I mean, even with, with braille devices now, there's literally, I mean, there's so much much choice. I don't see too many 80s these days. I think the only 80 that's really around is the Focus 80 and it's gone up. It's about fifteen thousand. So, um, but I th- I think you know if you look at the commute, which we were talking about before, you look at the price. It's under five thousand dollars, and you could say yes, that's a lot of money. But if you think about it <clears throat> in terms of ratio to like in terms of cost, um, like in terms of the fact that it's three hundred and sixty cells. It's a nine. It's a nine line. It's a nine, nine lines nine and forty lines. cells a line. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. nine nine braille displays in one unit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For under the cost in some cases of one braille display. Exactly. So I think it's certainly one to watch. And then you, I don't know if you've seen the Orbit Reader forty yet, but um, I saw it at CSUN um, last year, and that was still in prototype stage, but it was. Pretty cool. Um, I must say, I, I, I love my Orbit writer. Yes, yes, I've got the writer. I'm a little disappointed it doesn't come with a case. So I'm going to have to um, get that um, from probably from the US. But it doesn't even come with a lanyard, which is a bit of a disappointment. One thing that I do have, and it didn't really catch on here in Australia too much, I think people found it too complicated, but I still love mine, is the Revo keyboard. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did see one, and it was really, like, complex and... 
I but you once, start. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was at first, and oh. then I, I got a chance to play with it. When I first saw it, oh my god, how do you work this out? Yeah, yeah. You're about to end the recording and That's discuss. It. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was great talking to you. Talking to yeah, you. yeah, 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 yeah. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Did you yeah, no, I one, think, though? That's the question. No, um, oh. only because I couldn't, um, I couldn't figure out. Um, I had all this. I couldn't figure out where to get it for a start, and oh, okay. I think you could get it direct from them. And um, you probably still can. I don't know if it exists. You but, can, yeah. I mean, that's the only place. I mean, I, I um, the, the only problem with the Reverb keyboard, the custom keyboard. Now, people don't remember that's or it's the like a little credit card size keyboard, numeric right. keypad. And then you've got R1, 2, 3, and 4 on the right-hand side, and then L1, 2, 3, and 4 on the left-hand side. And they're all combinations, but really to use when you get used to it. But, um, yeah, yeah I just you've really got to know what you're doing with it. Yeah, yeah. You've got to spend time actually figuring out how it works yeah. because you can't you, you can't just go, oh, look, um, I'm just going to figure this out. I mean, you will. You will figure it out, but it is... Um, it, at, at first, you kind of go, oh, what is this? Um, yeah, but what I do like about the fact that you can put it in um, oh, the telephone mode. So you can initially use the keypad to input phone numbers if you're on your you know, your banking system or something else. You can press one, two, three, hash. Yeah, that is nice because that's complicated to do with your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think one of the things as well is, of course, um, the... Yeah, the O2 or was it the O6 remote? That was that was that little um, circular thing that you could navigate around your phone with, oh, and yeah, you could type. Got, yeah, still got one here on the shelf. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the, yeah, on round, the shelf. Little round little wheel with. A yeah, that's right. Yeah. In the middle, yeah, still got mine. Yeah, that was that was between cool. Navigation mode and voiceover mode, and yeah. Nice. And one thing I did buy, and this is like extreme geekiness, I bought the um, the tap keyboard, the wearable keyboard. Oh, yes, the, with the rings. Yeah, the rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got one of those somewhere here. Yeah. You know, you know, you know it looks like you're wearing a pair of knuckle dusters, don't you? <laughs> uh, yes, but, you, but, but we both bought, um, we couldn't help ourselves, we bought the, um, the, the quirky... Uh, Typewriter keyboard. Oh, yeah. do you still use it? Yes. Uh, does this sound sound familiar? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right next um, to me. Oh, very good. No, so, like, do you still use the humane keyboard? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Um, I'm podcasting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it is a bit loud for that. Um, me trying to navigate now because every now and again I've been going to the save button on clean yeah. and pressing the save button, but I couldn't imagine going click 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 on the, yeah. on, the, on, the on the the quirky one. It's it's really authentic. It really is, and I mean it's heavy though. You wouldn't. I mean I don't know if you've Bluetoothed it up to anything or if no, you've just connected no, it by USB, no. but I couldn't really see myself like sitting on the couch with the keyboard, Jake. I'm just responding to a text. No. You know? <laughs> it's, a bit... it's like it's like having a piece of antique furniture in your house, like the yeah, that's right. Or something like oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this. Isn't just this a beautiful? nostalgic piece of technology that still works as a modern day device or thing. Yeah, that's right. It's a typewriter. It's like, yeah, because I, I, I was always reading it to Ellen and my wife. It's like, but I just want something that's sort of old-fashioned but modern and in the fact it's got the return key and it's got, yeah, it's the, got the proper new, lo- like the carriage return, you know. 
Uh, no, my, that one that, that plays music now when I when I. <laughs> Look, that's not done with mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, mine, mine's there. That it just starts and stops music playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Um, it, it, it's but I don't know if you're you're too young for this. Did you ever come across um, the American Printing House for the Blind four track? Tape? Yes, 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 yes. I use that for all my lectures. Yep. And well, I, I was using that in high school. Okay. Uh, I was doing. Um, <clears throat> there was so much Braille, they actually, um, and I wanted Braille all the time, but the problem is they couldn't keep up with the amount of wow. Braille. So what they, they compromised and they said, look, we'll continue to produce the Braille, but we will get you audio versions of the books so that at least you're not missing out like yeah. completely. I'm like, okay, great. So <laughs> um, the legal, what they did for me for legal studies was they gave me my legal studies textbook on cassette. And oh man, <laughs> this this lady would describe the diagram. She's like, arrows will flow down the page. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really help me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, I recorded, yeah. I think, because I, I had the APH one, then I had the mini version of the APH because it had that little oh, yeah. hole in the middle where you could feel the little spindle going around and around. Um, the the head, but um, I think when I when I did when I went through uni four years of social work. When I decided to get rid of all my tapes, I had 900 four-track tapes in <laughs> all this cabinetry. It was amazing. Oh, God. Yeah, and right, 900. <laughs> so where is it all now? You've got it all there in the back room? Oh, or? God, no. no it's, I think it's, <laughs> it's one the, the, the big um, recycle somewhere in the sky yeah. where all yeah, yeah, tapes exactly. and tape recorders go. Before you go, what should we oh, call yes. this? Should we call it the ramblings uh, of Tim that should know better? Or? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, um, yes. We can do that. Te- test. Yeah. How about uh, yeah. testing with testing with meaning? How about that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah, meaning. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That going on at the same well, you time. want people to be able to re- to to listen to it. Um, Who's the fact that we've? Hang on, how long are we going for? Hang on, uh, forty-two minutes. All good. Yeah, no worries. I'm going to get in trouble with my wife because I said, oh, "Oh, I'll only be on for half an hour." You said, "Yeah." Right. <laughs> All right, Squire. Yeah, all good. Cheers. Appreciate it. See ya. See you later. Right. Bye. There we go. So Scott's gone away. So if I go back up the screen now. And save. Waiting. Downloading download complete. Clean Beach Tuesday 2137 for Okay, and I'm now finished. So now I can just close the window. So I'm just going to do Command Q. Hold Command Q to quit. Finder. Applications window. Okay, and if I want to check, let me just Close go on the Mac to my downloads folder. Downloads. Now in downloads window. List view table. And clean feed Tuesday 2137 for that WAV waveform audio. Date modified. Today at 1043. So that was 1043. So that was the last one. If I press the space bar. Clean feed Tuesday 2137 WAV. Welcome to Talking Tech, or hi Scott, and welcome to. I see various technologies from a blind person's perspective. My God, that's a mouthful. Anyway, hello. It is. It is. Hello. <laughs> that will do me. As I say in all my podcasts, again, uh, thanks for listening and bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>